Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome once again to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I'm the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee. Welcome. Honey Bee, why don't you tell the folks who we are? We are two best friends making our way through the history of kaiju films. We started in 1933 with the original King Kong, and we have made it to 1996 today we are talking about one of my favorite kaijus in the whole world which is mothra we're doing the rebirth of mothra today you guys and i am gonna keep count let me get my pen i'm gonna keep count of how many times in my notes i put i'm not crying (laughs) (laughs) Because, because uh, I think it's so much that it, at the end, I would like to uh, know how many times this movie definitely did not make me cry. I don't know what it is, okay? I don't know what it is, you guys. But something about Mothra just really hits me in the feels. Like, it really just, I don't know. It smacks me in the face every time, just how... It just feels so, uh, I don't know, like spiritual or something. I don't know. It's really strange. I can't explain it, but I love it so much and it makes me cry. (laughs) So (laughs) buckle up, folks. (laughs) Well, before we get into all of that, we have a little bit of kaiju news. Kaiju news. First DC Comics is going to be releasing on October 17th, issue number one of Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, baby. The cover art is really freaking cool, too. So way back when uh, Marvel had a Godzilla comic book and he fought the Avengers, and now he's going to be fighting the Justice League and Kong at the same time. I don't Dang. know. This is the legendary version of Godzilla and Kong, which uh, I think is part of. I think IDW has the general comic book rights to uh, Godzilla, and they might have Kong as well. But Warner Brothers, I believe, is over top of Legendary Pictures, and they're of course over top of DC Comics. So I think that's why this is being released by DC Comics. Sometimes with these crossovers, you do get them sort of co-released by the two companies that are crossing over. But this okay. seems to be a, just coming out from DC. And I believe it's going to be a seven-issue miniseries. Nice. I have pre-ordered it online because my local comic shop is shutting down. No. So that's sad. That's if anybody so from sad. The Hive is listening... Hello, Hive. Hello, Hive. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, a lot of people. I mean, I haven't hung out there as much as I used to before the pandemic started, but I still go in there mm-hmm. and pick up my 
books about once a month. And, you know, there's friends that I met at the Hive, people who spent time there. Isn't it like the only kind of thing like that in Odessa? Like there's not even a bookstore in Odessa at this point, right? Right. There's a Barnes and Noble in Midland, but there's no proper bookstore in Odessa. That's crazy. Uh, there's a guy called named Kenny who runs Kenny Comics. Kenny's Comics kind of out of his house, but it's not really a store you can just go hang out in. Yeah. And I know there's people who, you know, maybe they spent time at the Hive because it wasn't safe or pleasant to spend time at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, now where are those people or the new younger people who are in that situation now going to go? I don't know. Maybe they'll just hang out at Starbucks. Who knows? Maybe so. Uh, so that is that is sad. Um, in some other kaiju news, our friend Jonathan Wright has his Kickstarter uh, is live for his, his newest version yeah. of Mecha versus kaiju hell yeah if you guys have not listened to jonathan wright's episode please do it is so good we'll put a link to that kickstarter i'm not sure how much more time it has to go but we'll put a link to it in the show notes i'm trying to look it up right now (laughs) because he hasn't met his goal yet so um and he just decided to upgrade one of the pledge levels there was a pledge level that got all the pdfs of all the previous stuff for the like the fate version of the game that was out and he's now added that to all of the pledged levels from like $25 up in order to try and get some more enthusiasm going for the project it's got 24 days to go as of right now when we're recording this but of course this won't be coming out till next Friday and uh, speaking of coming out two weeks after this episode is released we will be in Fort Worth for Kaiju Ooh. Go. Yeah. So if you're in the Fort Worth area, come see us there. Yeah, come see us. Come meet us. Come take a picture with us. Come do an interview with us. Come and you just can find all the. <laughs> yeah, that would be shown a double feature of Yay. Godzilla versus Megalon and uh, Godzilla ver- or Mothra versus Godzilla. Yeah, baby. And having a toy show and art show. At uh, the theater. Sick. What's the what is the name of that theater? Um, I don't remember. But if you go to Kaiju Go, <laughs> go to Kaiju Go. <laughs> dot com. Uh, damn it! <laughs> now I'm gonna have to look it up. We'll pretend like I knew the name all along. <laughs> Isis. Magic. <laughs> Downtown. It's gonna be at. Uh, downtown Cowtown at the Isis in Fort Worth, Texas, which is an old historic movie theater that has recently been restored. And I hear it's Fuck beautiful. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So <laughs> come on out and see us there. I believe okay. that is all the kaiju news we have for today. So let's go ahead and get into Rebirth of Mothra. December 14, 1996 is the release date. It is 106 minutes. The box office was 1.96 billion yen, but I don't know what the budget was. I don't think it was 106 minutes. I think it was more like, oh, well, maybe it was 106 minutes. 
It just felt so much longer, but in a good way, in a good way, in a good way. This was the last the movie produced by, no, but the producer, Tomoyuki oh, producer. Tanaka. Yeah, Tom, Tomoyuki Tanaka, who is kind of considered the creator of the Godzilla franchise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Ashiro Honda, a big part of that, as well as um, the special effects guy, whose name escapes me at the moment. Shame on me. But the producer, uh, Subaraya. Subaraya. No, Subaraya. I'm talking about for Godzilla. Oh, not for this oh one. okay, okay, okay. The three of them together, the guys behind the Godzilla franchise. But he's mm-hmm. last man standing, I believe, and he died of a stroke shortly after this movie came out. So this is the last one he was involved in. And it is the first of a tr- trilogy of 90s-era Mothra movies cleverly titled Rebirth of Mothra 2 and Rebirth of Mothra 3. Yeah, yeah, straight to the point. Yeah, the director was Okahiro Yoneda. The music was Toshiyuki Watanabe. And I don't see who the effects were, but probably whoever you said a minute ago. Koichi Kawakita. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Our cast is Sayaka Yamaguchi as Laura. Megumi Kobayashi as Mall, Aki Hano as Belvera, Kazuki Futami as Taiki Goto, Maya Fujisawa as Wakaba Goto, Kenjiro Nashimoto as Yuchi Goto, Hitomi Takahashi as Makiko Goto, Mizuho Yoshida as Deskidara. Well, who the hell played Mothra? It doesn't say. It doesn't say who played Mothra. Maybe Mothra was just a puppet the whole time. Maybe so. No, somebody. Somebody must have been in the larval. In the larva. Yeah. I would have thought. I don't know. I don't know. Well, there you go. Anyway, that's our cast. Uh, (laughs) So in in this one we have some uh, Shobajin, but they are not twins, and not not even close presented. (laughs) And there's other ones that weren't literally twins, but they were presented. The characters were twins. They were dressed alike, mm-hmm. and we were meant to believe they were twins, but they were really just actresses that kind of looked a little alike. These ones, they're just sisters, and they've purposely dressed them in not matching outfits, mm-hmm. and they have different personalities. And there's yeah. a third sister who's the bad guy. Spoiler alert! <laughs> just kidding. And they have we don't a name. Find that out until like the last few minutes. <laughs> right. The and they're not called fairies this time or the cosmos. They're called the Elias, which is their whole species that predates humans mm-hmm. by millions of years. I really love the the two different personalities though. Also, yeah. something that I have to say about this movie, like there was a moment because I, I was so excited to watch this movie, obviously. I'm so excited to watch the other two. But there was a moment kind of I'd say, like, in the first half, like, in the beginning, where I was like, oh, this is kind of like a kid's movie. Like, they kind of made it, like, a little bit (laughs) kitty this go-around. But I will say, as the movie goes on, and especially these two, the sisters, but also the parents, there are moments where, like, something is happening, you know, with the kaiju, and it's, like, showing just the people seeing 
you know, what's happening. Like, we, we don't see it, like, the people and what's happening. Like, we see what's happening, and then we see the people. And the two sisters play this so well. Every time they're watching something happening, they're two different personalities, and just how... It's so believable. Like, they really... Mm-hmm really acted it so well and I loved how their two different personalities really like the yin and yang you know one is like so mm-hmm. serious and so like stern kind of <laughs> and the other one is like emotional and like I don't know it just it was so good I really even though it was very and kind of panicky not, yeah yeah but it was so good and it I think that it it really was at first I was like what you know these aren't the twins and then like the way they use the word fairy differently in this movie to call like the little moth you know and so I don't know there were things where at the beginning I was like hmm is this working but it absolutely did and the acting was just really good like I said like the sisters and the parents too every time they were like showing just them reacting to something it made it feel so real and it was so good that eventually like I only had that feeling for a very short time of like oh this is kind of like a kid's more like a kid's movie like kind of more like the early cameras you know what I mean how they were kind of goofy and at some point like the music is like kind of quirky in the background like you know like kind of stuff like that but it I think it really just kind of elevated it this the acting of you know the, the sisters the two sisters and then also like the parents in those scenes so it was it was just I think it Man, they killed it. They they killed it. I think this is the first time I've actually seen this movie all the way through, and it took me several really? goes. <laughs> yeah, because I Why? kept trying to I kept trying to watch it at lunch and then falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's maybe not the best way to watch it. But then I tried watching it at home and fell asleep too. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I started squealing in the first sixty seconds of this movie. I was like way too excited. I couldn't sleep if I wanted to. <laughs> Like, I was way too excited that we were getting a Mothra movie. Years ago, like 10 or more years ago, I bought a Blu-ray that had all three of these movies in it. Blu-ray set. And I started watching the first one, and I was just like, what is this nonsense? Because in the beginning, near the beginning, they're running around the living room tearing shit up. And I was just like... (laughs) what (laughs) and i turned it off and i never finished it (laughs) no so oh my gosh like that's the part that i'm talking about where i was kind of like oh this is kind of a kids movie and even the um belvera she kind of reminded me of the uh of the villain in power rangers because she's so exactly (laughs) rita repulsa giving it her all but she's also just like you know, kind of goofy and it's like, but yeah, but that, that after that part, like getting past that part, it gets so much better. Yeah. See, I didn't get past that that part. part. I think I meant to, I think I meant to, but yeah, at the time. And again, this was 10, 10, 15 years ago, possibly 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was just like, uh, what is this? This is a kid's movie. What is this nonsense? Mm-hmm. And it was just too too goofy for me at the time. I'm not saying it's actually bad. It was just I just wasn't in the mood that day, and then I never picked it back up. <laughs> so I'm glad to have finally watched it in three or four goes, half of it subtitled and half of it dubbed. 
because uh, on the I'm Blu-ray so you have uh, <laughs> on the Blu-ray you have both options. Online, I don't think you do. It's on. Yeah, I watched uh, it on. Did I watch it on Prime? No, I think it was. Dang, maybe Pluto or Free V. Free Free V is that what it's called? Yeah, it's on one of those or most multiple ones. It's uh, on Pluto with their Godzilla channel. It's it's included. Although I couldn't find it at first, I was finding number two and three, but I couldn't find number one, and I was like, this doesn't make sense. Uh, but I watched it on my Vudu. I have a digital copy as well as a physical copy. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure why when I'd never finished watching it that I bought a digital copy in addition to the physical one I already had. <laughs> but I didn't. Because I knew that years from then I would have a podcast and might need to try to watch it at work. <laughs> on my lunch hour at work, not while I was working. Uh, let's get into the plot here. Uh, I'm looking at yeah, the Wikipedia because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't make any notes. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. I made like nine pages of notes, but... <laughs> well, you can start us <laughs> off if you want. Well, I mean, we start at the very beginning just seeing our big, beautiful old lady Mothra just sparkling it up, glittering, giving us some roars. She is serving. She is eating, as the kids say these days. I was already screaming. What? Um, but then, yeah, we... Wait, wait, what? wait, wait. What? What do the kids say? She's eating? Like, uh, I think they say, like, sh yeah, eating. Like, she ate that. Like, oh, she ate okay. She left no crumbs. <laughs> okay. I am yeah, not hecked so to the slay. lingo, I guess. I haven't... Um, <laughs> heard slay. Uh, but, yeah, so we... Haven't... Yeah, that, it, I guess that's, like, the next thing, you know? Or maybe it's okay. not. I don't know. I've just heard it a few times on the internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we start with this like logging company where we meet uh, Mr. Well, Gato. hold on. Wait, wait. But first, first, it says here that uh, Mothra lays an egg, but she does not lay an egg. She yeah, we don't see her lay the egg. <laughs> glitters. She glitters an egg. She assembles an egg. She summons an egg. It, it's it's just weird she's laying there on her weird. It's whatever beautiful. <laughs> what i'm saying is that it's not your normal biological process of laying an egg partly because the egg is about as big as she is she just sort of spews a bunch of glitter in the air that then coalesces into an egg yeah because she's a goddess so she was like let there yeah. be egg and there was egg. yes yes <laughs> But then go on. We cut to a logging logging company. Yeah, so we go to this logging company. There's some dudes, you know, doing logging company shit. They get like a word that Malaysia has stopped logging. And then this guy kind of like hits something, like hits something hard in the ground. Like he's in this big tractor type thing. Which and... reminded me of Power Rangers. Yeah, this movie several times kind of reminded me of Power Rangers. It's so funny. Um, especially the the bad guy was Belvera. She yeah. was just like so Power Rangersy yeah. to me. Especially her laugh. She's like, ha 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 ha. Like the whole movie. Oh man, I love it so much. Um, yeah, and then we meet um Mr. Gatto, who is 
we don't realize it at the time, but he's like the dad of the movie. Like he's like, you know, the father figure. Um, the music is so good. My next note is literally like the music. Oh my gosh. So good. The whole movie in every like section, if there's something like intense happening, the music's telling you, you know, if there's something you can kind of already, that was another thing that kind of made it a kid's movie for me in the beginning was that like you are being told how to feel by the music before it's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's so good. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the little, uh, what are they? The Elias, Elias, the Elias. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they they go to Mothra and they shout out fairy and she just shits out a baby moth for adventures yes. for them to like ride yeah. on. It is so well, like breaks it just off comes a out of piece of herself or <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have a very like father, son and the Holy Spirit thing going on in this movie where we have like Mothra, yeah. the baby Mothra and then this little tiny like fairy Mothra. Which right. I just love so much. And I love their differences too. Like the fairy Mothra is kind of like a pink hue. And obviously she's very small. Like the um, Elias well, like ride on compared her. To, compared to Mothra, she's small. But compared to a normal moth, she's still huge. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably like the size of like, I don't know, a duck or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like really oh, but- loved that, that they were just like fairy and she was just like, and this like moth just like flies up to them and is like, ee! like just like making little baby <laughs> noises. I'm like, holy shit. I don't know if my heart can handle this movie. It's just so cute. The thing that they dug up, though, they, they hit a a little seal in the ground. Yeah. And Mr. Got to, but it's only like the size of a silver dollar or so. Mm-hmm. And uh but it serves the same function as a great big, bigger than a manhole seal in the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. But Gato just leans down and picks it up with it, picks it out with his fingers and, and dusts it off and, and decides to take it home to give to one of his kids. Has he already had a little thing with his wife on the phone? No. Well, like they don't up? like show the seal at first. Like they just show like the mm. fossil thing and then they like do a few yeah. other scenes and then like come back to this like seal thing. And then he oh, calls okay. his wife. And he's like, hey, yeah. like there, I got problems here. And she's like, of course you do. You never fucking come home. You're just like your father. Right. <laughs> they have like the whole. But, you know, it's so funny because it's such a relatable situation. Not yeah. like it's just something that, you know, and like the siblings are the same way where they're so relatable, where they're just like always fighting. They're like, I hate you. ah!" But then they really genuinely love each other. It's just like them yeah. having the fight, you know, the husband and wife over the phone, but then him coming home and them just being kind of like, okay, you know, it was just so mm-hmm. relatable in that way. And just so realistic kind of in that way, which I felt like made this movie less like kid, I don't know. There are it goes back and forth, I guess, or maybe I just go back and forth. I'm not sure, <laughs> but it's so good. Um, yeah, so he brings the little, you know, silver dollar seal. size seal to his. He puts it around his daughter, like while she's asleep, and then you know, yeah. gets the call from his boss, like, "Hey, shit is yeah, happening he has, up here." He has the you wife if she's got a chain. He asks her if she's got a chain laying around that he can put it on to to give her. 
mm-hmm. put it around her neck. Yeah, so then he bounces, leaves, because he has to go deal yeah. with the Yeah, it's, it's like, shit, I just got home. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Kaba wakes up, and she's got the power. She's, like, throwing her brother around like a rag doll in the air. Yeah. Well, somehow her wearing this, uh, well, it's an amulet now. It was a seal, and they've turned it into an amulet. Uh, somehow wearing that gives Belvira the power to take control of her, at least mm-hmm. temporarily. Oh, Belvira, by the way, she's the bad sister. She's all dressed in black, and she has this, instead of a moth, a little dragon that she rides around on. He's so cute. Gag guru. Who turns out in the end to be a robot. Mm-hmm. There's nothing Which to indicate that he's a robot. Yeah. About the way she, she, she just, Yeah, she smacks him on the head and stuff. Uh, yeah, at the very end, she kind of crashes it and it tears open a little and we see some wires and some sparks and shit. And you're like, wait, it was a robot all along? What the fuck? <laughs> it's still super cute, though. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, she takes control of the sister, and the sister sort of, like, telepathically throws the brother around. (laughs) Yeah, because in the scene before this, he's kind of, like, picking on her, where he's, like, pinching her cheeks and, like, trying to take something away from her that she... It's very, like, sibling fight. Like, he had something she wanted, or she had something he wanted, and they're, fighting fighting over it. Yeah. And so he's like, you know, pinching her and she's like crying. And the mom's like, leave your sister alone. She's younger. Just give it to her. And then, you know, the camera goes to another angle and she's like, <laughs> like not really crying. Cause you know, that's what, yeah. that's what happens when you're the baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I'm the baby uh, of my siblings and you're the oldest sibling. Yes. So I, yes. I feel like we can both kind of see this dynamic in like different aspects and be like, yeah, it's, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just because they're the youngest doesn't mean they should be able to get away with shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. It's my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just come up and take my thing just because you're the youngest. Yeah, I guess Belvira just shows up because she knows that's where the seal is and she yeah, needs it. Yeah, I think she's like attracted to the seal because later on she's like in the living room and she sees on the TV where the actual thing is, like where the seal came from. And then she's mm-hmm. like, ah, got it. So I think she's like, once the seal was, I guess, activated in some way, then she's like, ooh, okay, this is where I need to be. But then finds out from the TV, from the news station, where the actual, like, where actual Descadir is. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they have a big fight in the, her and the other two, Maul and Laura, have a big fight in the living room. All, all of them Maul? trying to get their hands. I have, in my, uh, I watched the it, dub version. In the English. It, Mona. Yeah, in the, um, sorry, in the uh, dubbed, I think it's Maul, but... Let me just check. In uh, it's a uh, Moru. According to this, the Japanese name is Moru. Mm, yeah, and mine, like the subtitle version, it was Mona and Laura. Mona, Mona and Laura. M mm-hmm. O N A. And then their sister's name is Belvira. Belvira. 
is is just I want you to grow up to be a villain, so I'm gonna name you Belvira. <laughs> so clearly just a bad guy name. Or uh Berubara in Japanese, apparently. Uh, but they have a big fight in the and tear up the whole house, or at least the living room, trying to get this thing and she ties up the mother at one point. <laughs> yes. Scary. The brother runs outside and is trying to help from outside, sneak in and untie his mom. But in the end, does, uh, does Belvera get the uh, thing? Yeah. It says here, uh, she, Belvera prevails and releases Deskidera to help her destroy humanity before they can destroy her race. There only seems to be three of them left that we can see. Yeah. I don't know why she thinks humanity is going to destroy them. And they don't even know well, they're the, there. The, sis- the sisters, it's not destroy them. Well, it's destroy humanity. Because the sisters, the two, Moru and Laura, they they kind of tell, you know, they kind of give you some, like, backstory when they're telling the guy, the kids or whatever. They're like, this Discadora, he came before man. And he was, you know, here thousands or millions of years ago and first he went to mars and now mars is a barren wasteland because he like sucks energy from planets and now he's on earth so if you if we don't like get there before belvira to before she releases him you know then he's gonna suck all the energy from this planet and we're all fucked like everybody humans us everybody is like it's going to be over. It's just going to be a barren wasteland. But they unfortunately do not make it. <laughs> yeah. Because if because if they did, there would be no movie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Linda Miller, and you are listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. So they had the their their people and Mothra, or a version of Mothra, had uh, sealed up Descadora millions of years ago, mm-hmm. and now, of course, these loggers who are destroying the environment have broken the seal and let him out. Let's talk about Descadora for a minute there. Yeah, sure. So. So apparently that means uh, Death Ghidorah. So he's related Ooh. to Ghidorah. To uh, he looks kind of like Ghidorah, but he has some design elements that are different. He's got three heads, mm-hmm. but he's not golden or yellow colored. He's sort of black with a little mm-hmm. bit of a green tint and some white highlights. He's kind of a blackish gray but he also That's has scary. four legs. Yeah. yeah. He's more he's more of a dragon in a way than Ghidorah is in that he's got four legs. Ghidorah usually just has two back legs and uh is more like a bird. I mean he he looks reptilian but in the way that the bird's four legs are have turned into their wings. 
Mm-hmm. Ghidra is like that, so he's just got back legs and wings. But this thing has four legs and wings, but still has three heads that have some kind of breath weapon. Didn't did they describe it as being lava-like at mm-hmm. one point? So it's not lightning like regular it's Ghidorah. <clears throat> it's it's uh, molten rock. <laughs> If it's really lava-like, he's spewing spewing molten rock at them. Oh, man. So then uh, they decide that um, they need to summon Mothra, even though they know she's getting old and tired, and that's why she just laid an egg. It's time for yeah, we a also, at some karaoke point, like music after... video. <laughs> after the fight, um, the fairy the like little tiny piece of Mothra who is for adventures gets like zapped by a uh, Gagura, the little dragon. And we get to see yeah. them kind of heal the little fairy with the amulet. And that like becomes yes. important later. Mm-hmm. And, and so then we get like to them, you know, calling, which I thought this was weird too. When the, when the sisters are like, um, okay, it's too late to stop. Like, she's already let him out. It's too late. We can't stop it now. And then they give the little amulet to Akaba, our little Panchita. And I'm, they're like, here, yeah. guard this with your life. And I'm like, why <laughs> are they giving it to the younger sibling? And yeah. to the, whenever the, like, little boy is, like, already proving to be such a badass. He's so brave. He's, like, already, like, saved, like, his mom and the fairies. Or, I, I they're not the fairies, but, you know, the Elias yeah. or whatever they are. And so I thought, I was like, yeah. why are they giving it to the little sister? Is it like a girl thing or something? I, I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> oh, I wasn't to say like, uh, when Belvira, hey. when Belvira has it, she holds it. When Belvira has it, she holds it like a shield, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, they get it from her. And then twice in the movie, the, uh, Little girl says, uh, "Well, you want you want your thingy back," and they're like, "Why don't you hold on to it?" I'm like, yeah. why are you putting? Not, I wasn't thinking they should give it to the brother. I was thinking, why are you putting this responsibility on a child? This is I your like, thing. Give it to the brother. This kid just got wrapped. Give it to the brother. No, they, neither of them should have to deal with it. They need to take it and deal with their shit instead of expecting these fucking children well, to be responsible. Is that they're going to like fight and they're going to do all this stuff. So they're like, here, hide this, like, keep it with you. Keep it safe. Like, don't, cause we're going to need kids it keep later losing or some it. shit. Yeah, I know. But cause the kids keep losing it. So they're right. <laughs> they shouldn't be given that responsibility. So funny. But it's but really like the whole, like, what is, what is this movie really about? And it, it's like one of those things where like, yeah, it's about like us destroying the forests and all these things. But several times over in this movie, there's like this reoccurring theme of like teamwork and family. And if we just do it together. <laughs> yes. And so I think that's part of like, kind of what makes it a kid's movie too, is like, we're trying to make these kids like the heroes and like trying to like teach some weird, like underlying message of like, listen to your parents. Yeah. The movie is saying, <laughs> Well, I don't know if that's the lesson because they just run off and leave their parents behind. But they, but the movie is very much about healing this family who's not that dysfunctional. It's just the, 
<laughs> the father has to work a little more than he might like to, isn't around quite as much as is ideal, but he's not, you know, he's not cheating on the wife. He's not an abusive drunk. He's he's just busy. And the yeah, the brother and sister bicker a little bit, but it's nothing unusual. But apparently they need to be healed as a family. I don't think it's that they need to be healed. I didn't get that. I just felt like it was like super relatable. Like it was just realistic. Like this is a real thing. Yeah. This is how it really like goes. So, but if we're all it just seemed all to me together that, and we love each other anyway yeah. through our differences and our bullshit, then we'll come out on top. <laughs> it just seemed like the re the real reason they're giving the girl the medallion is to keep the family involved in all this shit so that they can <laughs> grow closer together. <laughs> so that they can't just go home and go, well, that was weird, and then watch from a distance. <laughs> they still have to be an active uh, part of it. Yeah. Uh, sure. But anyway, about around this time, we finally, we get a uh, sort of a karaoke music video of the Summoning Mothra song. It's so good with like the fire in the background. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're 90s. totally posing in front of a, <laughs> yeah, they're very posing in front of a blue, blue screen while they sing, which is, mm -hmm. It's very much a anime and um, sort of Power Rangers-y tokusatsu thing where, you know, you're kind of cutting. Rather than showing what's actually in the environment behind the person as they do the thing that they do, you know, if they transform or summon a Zord or whatever the fuck it is they do, we kind of go to a stock a, a, a a neutral background that's not reflecting the environment they're really in. And that's what happens here. They start singing this song and suddenly they're on a stage in front of a blue screen that shows different images behind them while they sing the song. And it's like the song that um, we know, but they also make it a little funky. Yeah. Yeah. I it's got really a new arrangement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, here is my first. I'm not crying. note. Because we get to see Mothra's little chicken feet. Yeah. <laughs> when she lifts up and I'm like, oh my god, I love her feet. I love them then and I love them now. <laughs> so uh, Mothra comes to fight and zip, it doesn't zip, go zip, well. Zip, zip, zip. Yeah, because she's old. And the yes. like argument and between during... the sisters when they're like, we're going to summon Mothra. And she's like, you can't. She'll die. She's too old. And then she's like, what, do you know? what else are we going to do? What do you think Mothra would do? And then she's like, you're right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, and yeah, at that time I thought, oh, do I need to make Honeybee a little a bracelet or a t-shirt or something? A button that says, what would Mothra do? Oh, my gosh. Yes. There you go. I have a button maker. I'll make you a button. It says, what would Mothra do? <laughs> yes. When I was like <laughs> 16 or 17, Precious made me a uh, bracelet that was like WWDD, like what would Dominic do? 
so that I could make good decisions. So it really, yeah. it's great. It's like so great. How did I would love? How did that work out? What would do button? I mean, I wore it for like a really long time. I loved it. It was like one of those like Aww. beaded friendship bracelets. Yeah. It was really great. Yeah, I think I still have some of those beads around. Uh. Anyway. The um, uh, they decide to summon Mothra and she has a fight and does not win. But during the fight, uh, Wikipedia here is call, referring to it as Mothra Leo, but I don't think anybody calls it that in the movie. Mm-mm. But it's the 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 baby, the larval. It, it hatches. It it senses what's going on, and hatches out of its egg. And By starts, sheer willpower alone. And yeah. we get another song. Yes. And it comes out to to help in the battle. And shoots kind of rainbow silk. Yeah. <laughs> at like silly strings. Mm-hmm. And she's like, um, so her movement well, is a, so great when she like worms around. I'm like, yes! <laughs> Go, baby Mothra. But Go. I mean, it had a... I mean, it's the silk that we see Mothra frequently spit at things and people, but it had a rainbow tint to it, mm-hmm. which you, yes, you could see when it, it hit Ghidorah, this Ghidorah, but also sometimes just in the depending on the camera angle, you could see it the when the light caught it. I don't know if that was an, an effect they added later or if it was just something they put in the. I, I think it I was an effect they added later. It kind of looked animated. like a layered. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, this is the second time I have the note, I am not crying. <laughs> Was when baby Mothra is like, they're like, no, she's too little. She's too young. And then the other one, the Laura is like, but look how courageous she is. And she just like worms up to this huge fucking monster with three heads and just like silly strings him. And I was like, oh, my God, little baby Mothra, you're so <laughs> courageous. So beautiful. Uh, but uh, Descador takes a bite out of Mothra. Yeah. It, well, not out of her, but so bites the larva. Yeah. Um, and drains uh, some of his energy. Hmm. And um, Mothra, Moth, adult Mothra, <laughs> says her airlifts her son to safety. Oh, my God. <laughs> And lures her ancient adversary to a dam to keep it at bay. She picks up the the baby and takes it away, and then uh, uh, lowers her son into the sea. Collapses but from first, her age, wounds, and weariness, and sinks to her death. No, but first, before <laughs> that happens, she like gives the um, she like goes to the kids. And she like it like set is like setting there, and she's kind of like, oh. And um, the little boy is like, oh, we could heal her with the amulet, and he like tries to, but like doesn't know how. And so then the sister like grabs his hand and holds his hand, and they kind of like do it together, and it's this really cute like unifying yeah. moment of them like. She's healing, like you have to do it like you know, this. Yeah, it's so. You have to cute. bow your head and pray. Yes. That's the third time that I wrote, I am definitely not uh, crying. 
It's so good. And Baby Mothra looks really juicy in this movie. Like, she always kind of looks... Like, before, you know, or he, sorry, um, before it was, like, a different color, like the larvas, and that might just be because, like, they were older, and some of them black Mm -hmm. and white or whatever, but, like, the, uh, she looks wet, like, all the time. Like, every time the camera's (laughs) on her, like, she looks, like, really juicy, and I was like, okay. (laughs) But whenever the, uh, whenever the big, the old lady Mothra is, like, looking at the kids, I know it's a puppet. Okay, it's obviously yeah. a puppet face. Like, it doesn't have expression and stuff. But I feel uh-huh. like you just get it. Like, you can just feel the emotion. <laughs> like, she's such a mom, and she's so sweet. And she's, like, communicates through this big puppet head and her, like, puppet eyes. And it just kills me. It just does something just... to, like, little <laughs> baby me for whatever reason. <laughs> I can't help it. Well, I like that she's just so fluffy. And I'm wondering, That's is there so a plush? Furry. Is there a plush Mothra that one can acquire? It, Seems and like there can must be. it be huge, like <laughs> a really, really big one? <laughs> <laughs> like just would cover your whole bed. <laughs> yes, like not fairy Mothra, but and then you could get a larva Mothra that's like the size of like a body pillow. Right. So. Basically, baby Mothra, after this, runs away, but to go metamorphosize, to go to a secret place to metamorphosize into a moth, to build its cocoon. And Oh, wait, I, I also have to say that I have a note that Belvera's a little bitch because she tells when she's like yeah. controlling Desgadora that she's like, focus on the little one the big one doesn't matter focus like kill the baby basically and i'm like damn you's a bitch haven't yeah. you ever heard of pick on someone your own size you fucking asshole yeah. jeez louise sorry uh, that was my next note <laughs> so the oh um, i also i also have i'm not crying again with a uh, mothra and yeah. mothra in the <laughs> ocean boring. when she dies and she sinks ocean. down yeah and she just oh. sinks well, you know, you can't get a plush like that. You can't get a plush like that wet or it's going to sink. Uh, <laughs> but the bubbles and the like blue lighting, it's just and the music. Yeah. And then the baby Mothra like dipping her head into like, no, it's so sad, dude. It's so fucking sad. But then whenever the like sisters are like. When the little boy's like, where, where are the, where's, where's the baby going? Like, where's the larva going? They're like, she's going to transform. I was like, oh shit. We got to see old lady Mothra. We got the little fairy Mothra. We got to see larva Mothra. And we get to see the transformation in one freaking movie. Okay. <laughs> like I, we are winning here, people. We are winning. Right. So good. So much happening in one movie. So they, um say that oh she's going someplace secret but then they acting like they don't even know but then they follow her <laughs> to find out where the secret place is which i thought was inappropriate uh but i think this is the second time when uh wakaba which you know i've been studying japanese a little bit but i'm no expert but it just struck me as kind of an odd name why and i don't I don't know. It just didn't. 
we we hear a lot of I guess we hear a lot of the same names that are common or they sound very similar. You know, like Miki and Ichi and and Ichiro and uh, names like that. And to me, Wakaba just didn't sound like a regular Japanese name. And I have no idea if it is at all common or if it is just a weird name. Her brother's name but is it like just... Taiki? 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 Taiki, yeah, which mm-hmm. also was a little... No, I we, we haven't I had a Taiki. We haven't had a Taiki. Like, I'm not complaining. It just struck me as, well, that's a name we haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Wakaba's, I think this is the second time where she's like, well, you want your thing back? And they're like, why don't you hold on to it? I'm sure we're going to need your help <laughs> again. <laughs> like, don't oh put all that gosh. on her. She's just a little kid. So while oh Descador tears shit so up, funny. they follow... <laughs> they follow Mothra Leo to this secret island and a 10,000-year-old tree, 100,000-year-old tree that seems to be magic mm-hmm. where it's, she, Yeah, it's uh, not that it's magic. He, it's just it, the energy. The energy. Well, like, it was kind of glowing. Oh, yeah, okay. Also, it, at this point, Descador anyway, she, um, just kerploofs wings out of his back and starts flying around. Yeah. Uh, or had we not seen his wings before that? No, he had. He didn't. Maybe they were just yet. laying. He, he had to oh. like suck up enough energy at the beginning. Where the sisters are like, once he, he, we've got to hurry because once he gets enough energy, he'll be able to fly. And Taiki's like, Taiki's like, he'll be able to fly. Like, yeah, he's got to suck up enough energy. And then like he's sitting there and he just like, kerploof, and just like whoosh has wings <laughs> all of a sudden and <laughs> starts flying <sighs> around. So, uh, Mothra Leo goes and makes uh, his cocoon. I don't remember them saying at any point whether the baby was male or female, but I don't think Wikipedia seems to think one of the Wikipedia seems to think it's her son. Did somebody say her son at one point? Did the the Shobajin say her son? I don't know. The the internet seems to think. They often say like, "Oh, her baby or her child," or but never okay. son. Hmm. So I I don't. I think even yeah, at I don't one know point, why, but the, they in, say she's she. Whenever the uh, or maybe they don't. Maybe they say it, but whenever the baby is like cracking out of the cake, uh, out of the egg, they're like, mm-hmm. maybe they say it. It's it's too young. It's not developed yet. But I swear it was. Right. In my brain, it was she, but that's just because right. I think like Mothra in my brain is she. Well, she lays it's not eggs. So. Not just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Mothra lays lays eggs, so you know that's not an unreasonable assumption. Uh, yeah. But anyway, it makes a cocoon, but when it comes out of its cocoon, just like Mothra didn't really lay an egg, but just sort of assembled an egg. The <laughs> Coming out of the cocoon process is not your standard just moth tearing its way out. A hole opens and hundreds of small moths come spewing out of the cocoon and then sort of assemble themselves into the shape of a mothra that then goes bling and turns into... 
uh, a full-grown moth version, which, I mean, all of this is just an example of the the Japanese principle of not caring if it makes sense as long as it looks cool. (laughs) So somebody just thought it would look cool to do it that way. It was it was incredible. It was so incredible. And also, (laughs) since we got the fairy out of, you know, Godmother Mothra in the beginning, it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. It totally makes sense because you can just kerploof one of your selves out yes. into the world so mothra's not adventures <laughs> mothra's not made out of cells like a normal biological entity but is made up of tinier versions of itself that could break you could break one off and send it out as an avatar if you need to also while all of this is happening the parents and the kids have been like taken to a hospital and we kind of get like this um you know the oxygen in the air is changing but this guy who's like talking on a cell phone recognizes mr goto yeah like this is all your (laughs) fault you did this to us first first he gets in trouble for using a cell phone in the hospital which you had mentioned last week that you're not supposed to do depending on where you are in the hospital Mm uh and apparently back in the 90s that was a big no-no so first he gets a first he gets in a fight he gets in a fight with the nurses and the doctors over the the yeah with a tiny little lady nurse for a second like come on dude (laughs) chill out uh oh but before that though there's this weird moment i don't know if this was because of the air the kids are watering a plant, but with water they're taking out of a fish tank. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm like, what? Why? Why do the kids think they need to water the plant that's in the hospital? And why is there no other source of water than this fish tank? I just didn't understand what was going on there. And there's no explanation given. It's just a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Did you notice this? I... Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, I was just, just thinking because the plant is obviously dying, and all of the people yeah. in the hospital are like kind of dying, and the, they even like a guy calls in and he's like the the guy on the cell phone. He's like the old people aren't doing well. Like I can barely breathe now with the oxygen, and so in my brain, it's like the kids were just like, oh, like there's like oxygen and water, like that all like we're just gonna, and the parents are like looking on, like you know, it's just like one of those things where you have two kids in a situation that sucks where you shouldn't be and it sucks so they're like just trying to find the shimmer of light or the thing to do like the next best thing you know and the parents right. just look at them lovingly like oh our kids are so thoughtful and so sweet <laughs> and it's just like you know this little another little family moment that we have of them like just being like we love each other you know right but then as you were saying this guy recognizes the father and knows that it's his fault. I'm not sure how he knew. It does. I don't think it's because common knowledge that he broke the yeah. seal and that that's what, well, what is responsible. But it is common knowledge that he is the boss of this like logging company, and there was a lot of press and stuff interviewing them at the very beginning of the movie. And he was uh-huh. the one like he was on the news, and they were saying like they're, we're going to make a decision whether to like explode this mountain and see what like okay. this thing is that we hit, 
or not and save the trees. And he being like the head of this company was, you know, like we're going to do the. He never got the chance to make the decision, but there are so right. many um, people recording on the ground. And whenever Descadora kind of breaks out and like does this explosion, they assume that he went ahead and did what he originally was okay. they were protesting and fighting was, which was so he doesn't necessarily the mountain. He doesn't necessarily know about the seal and all of that. He just right. thinks no. the logging activity in general yes. caused it to come to mm-hmm. get out. Okay. Because uh, yeah. I just thought it was a little weird <laughs> that he knew that. But okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this, this guy is – the wife is just kind of admits that it's his fault in her She's defense like- of him. <laughs> In her defense of him, she says he didn't know. He didn't. There was no way he could have known, which is admitting that, well, yes, it is his fault, but he didn't know that's what was going to happen. <laughs> so, that's funny. Um, but they eventually pull that guy off. And he's all like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. And Taiki says, we're not all going to die, mister. Mothra will save us. Yeah, so sit the fuck down and turn your cell phone off, you <laughs> douche canoe. <laughs> um, so uh, the new Mothra shows up, and uh, there's a big fight. I didn't cry. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and and displays a bunch of powers that we had not previously seen. Yeah, she has like um, these like three like bling bling blings in her head. And even when she's not like shooting, like zapping out of them, they're still like there. Yeah. Which I thought was a really cool costume design. It's a, let me she see. has green this eyes. Is, this is how uh, Wikipedia describes it. Arriving in a hail of energy beams and fueled by righteous fury. Leo relentlessly blasts the three-headed monster who is unable to defend itself. He said, fuck you, you don't blast my mama. (laughs) Drawing upon an ancient legacy, Leo eventually renews the seal that originally bound Descadora, defeating him. Well, there's a point when he's got, you know, he's got him basically beaten. And then the Elias, they're riding around on ferry and they yell, down at the kids because oh yeah the kids just get up and leave the hospital oh but first uh, before they get up and leave the hospital there's this really cool like ponchito moment where the uh you know the boy's like mothra is gonna come and save us and then i think the mom is like even or someone says like even if mothra does come back like it's still just a moth and you know taiki says more right. people die from bee stings every year than snakes don't write it off just because it's an insect and i was like <laughs> right he right told you. i mean and then he just bounces <laughs> yes the, yeah and then the sister he's like go um what's her name wakava go stop him she's like oh i'm going with him she's like god shit um <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, so we have to just count on Descadora being uh, allergic to bee stings? Is that what you're... <laughs> no, what? Is that your How plan? That you... No, I'm saying... That... No, oh. I'm just saying people die from bee stings because they're allergic to the bees, not because um, the bee overpowers the human and takes it down to the ground and <laughs> and beats it up, oh, you know? <laughs> um. 
But yeah, they run off. You're, you're thinking to help. way too hard about it. I, I know. <laughs> they they run off to help, and then they do need their help because the the um, Elias from way up, like 20, 30 feet above them, are like, "Hey, throw us up the the seal." Throw the amulet. Yeah. And Taiki takes it and has quite an arm on him because <laughs> he does. He th- flings this thing. <laughs> way i mean maybe they sort of magic once he's thrown it they magically draw it to them i don't know he throws it pretty far yeah maybe so (laughs) and they use it to uh uh activate you know reinstate a seal a big glowing magical seal appears in the air and kind of slams down on top of descadora sealing him away dies at this point but well, malfunctions. Dragon. We find, but we find out that he's he shorts out. He wasn't really alive. He, this is when we see his circuits and his sparks and stuff, and we find out that he was just a robot all along. Um, and then we see the sisters save uh, Belvera, and and we're like, ooh, what the fuck? We don't think it's because they're sisters yet. We're just like, wow, they are so incredibly graceful and nice and they are going to save this tiny little person because she is one of them and then we find out that they're sisters and it's like gasp did we did we not already know they were sisters no we don't know until the very like last few minutes of the movie they explain like don't you really love your brother like the reason why we're gonna let her go because she like runs away and then like yeah ponchito's running after her like trying to catch her and then the like other sisters are like no leave her let her go she's our sister we still love her even though you and your siblings fight don't you still deep down love each other well we feel the same way and like that's the first like point that we know that they're all related and until that point we just think she's the bad guy they're the good guys oh i thought they had mentioned it earlier but it could just be that i went into the movie already knowing this yeah i, and... I didn't know until like the last few minutes okay. and i was like what the? Right. and she even says like sorry she apologizes she's like we should have said this sooner we didn't tell you the whole story Mm. But this is what's really happening. Right. <laughs> but uh, I did not approve of that decision. You know, sometimes sometimes when your brother is the Unabomber, you have to call the authorities. <laughs> you don't just say, well, he's my brother. You know, sometimes for the greater good, you got to lock up Belvira. You don't just let her run good. off the cause shit in the next movie which I believe she is going to do of course she is Uh, because I believe all three of them it's a real Thor Loki situation you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) I believe all three of them are in all three of the movies although we change actresses for one of the sisters at some point oh um so, yeah, oh, and then, then they're like, then yeah, they're the like, Belvera is our sister. Would you like to ride Mothra? And they're like, yeah. yeah right. And then Mothra, yes. like, comes down and they, like, jump on her or on his head and they, like, go for a ride. And then the mom and dad play a little, like, what is this movie really oh, about? Right. We talk about the environment but, but, <laughs> and, like, how we need to save right. it. <laughs> Before that, though, so would they run out to go help. And then shortly after, mom and dad follow, but dad's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And somehow they somehow in just a few minutes, 
mom got dad's wheelchair up the side of a fucking mountain. The best part, I think this is So how, they could okay, be there. Is because I think how it's, I had this exact same thought and it's so funny because well, like when the ground and all the trees and stuff are barren and burned, it would be like way easier to uh. push a wheelchair out there. But then Mothra like glitters everything and makes everything yeah. start from like growing again and blooming. And I was like, man, they're never going to get that fucking wheelchair. Out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it wasn't like, clear how much no he actually needed. It wasn't really clear how much he actually needed it and how much it was just, you know, a hospital thing. But they did take it all the way up the side of the mountain. So I don't think he I can thought, walk at the moment. I thought the weirdest part about the wheelchair is like when everything was happening, the mom is the one who fell and twisted her ankle. And then the dad took his tie off and wraps her ankle. And she's like, right, how do you know right. how to wrap an ankle? And he's like, you got to know first aid when you're out here. And then I never saw him like hurt his foot or whatever. I did see his shoes catch on fire, but like he doesn't like hurt himself. And then he's the one in the wheelchair. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. maybe his, maybe his feet got scorched. That's true. When they were, yeah, maybe so. They were all. There was a part when they're all running around in the forest, and the the parents and the kids are separated, and the Descadora has burned shit up, and they're the dad's hanging off the side of something, and his his shoes catch on fire. So mm-hmm. maybe his. Uh, but I think he still walks around after that. But yeah, that's all. I don't see his legs get hurt. Maybe his feet are just too burned up to walk on. But yeah, I don't know how they got, and it's not clear how close the hospital is to where they are, but they got there anyway. And uh, <laughs> mom and dad are looking at all the destruction and talking about how long it took for all this to grow and how long it's going to take to grow back. And then Mothra just comes by and is like, don't worry about it. I'll fix it. Glitter. And glitter shit yeah, I, all over the forest back to hell yeah. because she's a motherfucking goddess <laughs> but i had the same thought that like well yeah they're never gonna be able to push that chair <laughs> through all that grass it's yeah it's not happening yeah gonna have the to call kids for are like frolicking like through the grass like yay yeah. bye mothra we had so much fun on our <laughs> ride and he, they'd like, Taiku like boops the little fairy and maybe I was crying. I don't know. But it's like, we all did it. And then like, you know, the, the uh, Elias are like talking to the family like, we all did it. We, it was like all teamwork, especially you, Taiki. And I was like, wait. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> I did too. Like, wait, what? <laughs> but I mean, yes, I agree. Like that he did, like he really you know stepped up to the plate and was like the hero like he really did but i just thought it was weird that they said that in you know i don't know in front of the sister (laughs) yeah yeah exactly but anyway let's just be clear you helped out a little more than she did (laughs) yeah just make sure everybody gets the exact amount of credit that they deserve (laughs) you need to step up your game Wakabi, whatever her name is. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then the dad like looks at him and he's just like so proud of his little son. And then Taiki runs out and he's like, Arigato, Matara. And um, yeah, and that was me crying again. So I have my cry count at nine. This movie made me cry many times. Because I well, am just need so I, obsessed. Need I ask, what rating are you going to give? Rebirth of Mothra. Uh, 
Man, I mean, it's obviously five for me because I can't rate it any higher. It's just so good. <laughs> I was at the beginning, I was like really excited and I was like, this is going to be five. I already know it's going to be five. But then when like the kid kind of fight, like the fight in the house was happening and it kind of seemed like, oh, this is kind of like a kid's movie in a very early Gamera's kind of way. I was like, okay, like I'm still going to enjoy it, but it's not going to be as good as, you know, the other Mothra's that we've seen. But then that quickly changed for me. The acting is so good. Oh, there were two parts in the movie too that I thought were a really, really great touch that have absolutely nothing to do with the plot. And one of those is um, when Mothra is like glitter shitting all over the forest to like bring it back to life. Um, the time lapse we get this really cool time lapse of like the flowers opening and I thought that was really nice and then there's also a point when Mothra is in the cocoon and is like coming out we see like forest animals like there's a deer that's like whoa what the <laughs> fuck and then there's like a monkey two monkeys of some sort who are like looking on and one of the monkeys jaw just drops like he's like gasp like this mod like it's just so funny and it was just such a nice touch those were like two little notes that i had that i just uh we kind of skimmed over but <laughs> yeah man it was so good that the acting is so good i feel like in a lot of a lot of times like in kids movies power rangers is a good example because this movie had similar things right it's like it's so overacted and and it, it should be in certain parts like in certain ways you know because it's like for children or whatever um but like it can make things seem like unrealistic or kind of just a little bit too corny and i think that that in this movie it wasn't overacted it was like i mean maybe a little bit belvera a little bit you know in certain parts and stuff because she's just kind of like this goofy villain character but the parents, every time like the parents are, it, it just felt so real. Like their emotions felt so real to me. The sisters acting felt so real to me. The kids, um, especially Taiki. No, I'm just kidding. No, but the kids were like, the acting was just, it was so believable. Like I felt like they really believed what they were doing and what they were seeing and thinking. And I just thought it was so good it was so so good and it's it's the highest rating that it can go for me so <laughs> Ooh, baby. Uh, this I'm, era of movies gonna... that we're in i all fives all fives <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna give it a four i i, I did enjoy it no, but kidding. not quite as much <laughs> uh i'm just not as quite as fixated on Mothra as you are but I did enjoy it yeah it was a lot of fun I love Mothra so much that like even in my like I like have therapy and we have this like thing that we're doing and we have to like have this toolbox right and in our toolbox we have these like good things like what are good things in your toolbox that you can use like it could be like a person or it could be a thing or it could be anything and like Mothra is one of my things in my <laughs> toolbox in therapy that's how much I love Mothra and I'm so obsessed like I am not kidding you it is such a big deal to me and it is like so uh, Mothra is like a for the babes you know that's all for the mentally unstable babes mothra is it i don't know i just love her so much and she just i don't know she really means so much to me in this really strange way that i can't even connect with it and it's just so good i just can't are get you, enough of it and i love it are you converting to a mothraism are you gonna become yeah. a mothraite yes i'm gonna yes okay mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, do you have Excuse a me. to talk about our Lord and do Savior, you, Mothra? 
Uh, exactly. You got there before I could. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, Watch next it. week. Watch it. We will Let be, us know what you think. Yeah, uh, please send us a message. Go to mmftg.com and send us a message. Uh, or you can record a voicemail. You can send us an email. You can follow us on all the socials from that website. You can also support us on Patreon if you enjoy this show and you want to hear some of our patron-exclusive episodes. Our, uh, I was editing our Forbidden Planet one earlier today. That'll be going up soon. Next week, we will be looking at Zarkor! Exclamation point, the Invader from 1996. You can watch I that on... You, you can see that on uh, Freebie, and um, I think it's also on Pluto and Tubi. It's on a several it's of also the on Prime. free. There you I go. I watched it on Prime. Uh, I did too, but it, it was Freebie on Prime, which Ooh. I don't. I don't know how that. I don't. I don't know what. I looked it up once. I don't know. Freebie was something else, and now it's called Freebie, and it's on Prime, but it's also its own separate app if you want it for whatever reason. Oh. So, hmm. uh, yeah, you you can uh, watch it several places for free, and you should because you should absolutely not pay money to watch Zarkor the Invader. <laughs> <laughs> so, until we'll then, I have that. been we'll Precious. <laughs> until then, I have been Precious D. And I've been Honeybee. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please don't misuse silence. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go. Mothra Screech. Hmm. Screechy Screech Screech. <laughs> You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Rita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.